Okay, uh, welcome to the Red Room. Today we're having a, a new guest in the room. Uh, we're going to be doing the uh, resonance from the Red Room. And uh, our guest today, Dan, has uh, been kind enough to join us. And uh, he is a movie aficionado. Well, let's be honest, I was forced into this. You, you were know. not forced was, into this. I was bribed. <laughs> uh, I was coerced. Uh, and and what, what did I use to coerce you? Uh, the prospect of a meaningful conversation and alcohol. Oh, that's, that's always, always, a, well, always compelling. That'll get me every yeah. time too. Right. <laughs> Those two things. There you go. I'm yeah. Gonna... So yeah, you, I think are only the second, uh, cast from the new table. Oh, the, the table is and a has, fine yeah. table. It is yeah. very professional. <laughs> I dig it. And again, shout outs to Charlie, uh, for building this fine table here for the red room. Well done, Charlie. Um, so, man, you, you were, we were talking before we sat down that you hadn't seen Wonder Woman yet. Nope. And not, uh, not for that. I don't want to, I, any superhero movie kind of has me at the go just because in and of itself, it, you know, it's a superhero movie and I'm all about <laughs> superheroes. So, okay. Yeah. No, I just, I, I, nobody to go with kind of thing. Yeah. And I'm not a, a solo movie goer. I don't go to those things by myself. I like, when I go to see a movie, I like having somebody to watch it with. So at the end of it. You can get out and you're like, oh, man, did you see that part? What would you think of this? And, you know, like um, uh, Star Wars, people are still talking about, uh, was it the the last Star Wars movie, the all about Rey and yeah. and her history and what's this about? And that otherwise you go see a movie by yourself, you get out and you're just all in your head and like uh. then then you go by yourself and then you rush on over here and we have a, a podcast about it. No, there you go. <laughs> That's what I should have done. I totally should have done that. Get to go see it. Um, but as just a little bit of history, because you're into the superheroes things and I've been to your house and I've seen your collection of posters and statues and things, what got you into heroes or, you know, superheroes in the first place? Are you a big comics collector? Or uh, one word, Superman. Really? Oh, dude. I knew there was a reason I liked you. That was it. That was it. Uh, the very first Superman movie, the Christopher Reeve one, uh, man, that, that, that was it. I got the pajamas i got any toys i mean you see my tattoos you see my truck you've mm-hmm. seen my house and superman is is the number one and he gets bashed a lot which really sucks it's true in my opinion you know this we've talked yeah about this. in fact i think i forwarded you a, a little story once yeah a little like commentary on uh on soups yeah and and uh i mean my opinion i think pe- people just piss him on that oh he's got all the powers and that well, he's the original superhero i mean this is like one of the first ones that it was ever created on a page or on film yeah. that what else are you going to do? I mean, uh, do you think that everyone's complaint is that he is just so super powered? But to me, that's actually one of the least interesting things about the character. Yes. Well, I mean, from, from a kid, little kid standpoint, when you're was, a little kid, it's that awesome. was one of yeah. the best things about the character. I mean, <laughs> this guy can fly. He's got yeah. super strong bullets. Can't hurt him. Vision, speed, strength, everything. Right. But yeah, then you're right. And then you like read comics and you start coming up and you start realizing the human aspect of it and how he relates to humans and how humans relate to him and, you know, his place in the world and figuring everything out. And yeah. Yeah. yeah then you can take the character a lot deeper Then you can get into. Well, because once you establish that this character is essentially indestructible, he's got all the powers, then you're left with the, the humanity of the character, mm-hmm. even though he's an alien. Right. You're left with how does he, like you said, interact with people? Where's his place? Mm-hmm. And if you had all the powers in the world, what would you do with it? Well, and, and with the, them. the burden that it would probably put on you too. I mean, and he's not all powerful to a godlike level. Cause he's still, you know, part, I, I can't, can't call him part mortal, but he's got that human aspect of him too. So if he has to save person a on this side of the planet, he's not going to make it to person B on the other side of the planet. Yeah. So he's going to have to make those decisions about who lives, who dies to an extent. And then that's that's a big which comes up in the books. Yeah. You know, like like why do you get to choose? Right. And how do you choose? How yep. do you choose that? And that's uh, that's kind of something that I liked and disliked about the, the current movie with mm-hmm. the Man of Steel movie was that they, they did put him in to more of that role in the earlier movies. It was just him. He was saving everyone and everything as far as you knew right? yeah, in, yeah. in that in that zone. But then the new ones put him in more of a. So you didn't planet. like that dark spin kind of thing. That I didn't. Was it? No, no, no. Um, it was. It was. It had a really dark tone, especially the yeah. battles. The battles in the oh, middle. Oh, yeah, very dark. Yeah, I mean, you're Superman, dude. Go fly into <laughs> space and go fight. Like, what are you 
like throwing trains around and blowing up buildings and well he's still new to the role uh, to being superman uh, yeah but still you you know uh what was it in um in hancock See yes. Hancock? Uh-huh. so at the beginning of hancock where the dude is stuck on the train tracks and he flies down and he just stands there and the train smashes into him and it derails the train and you know all this other shit and people are like why didn't you just fly up why didn't you just <laughs> he flips the car over and the dude's landing on this other car right and they're looking at each other it's like why, why didn't you just fly up same thing superman like new or not you fly go get you away know. from all the, yeah. the people yeah mm-hmm. and and what he was even fighting in his hometown right that was he was fighting in yeah in smallville Oh, he did end up in Smallville. Yes, that's right. Yeah, he, when he was first fighting the uh, like Zod and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yep. Zod and whatever the hell the other names were, but yeah. I, you know what I like is that you're talking about this character who's clearly like, would you? Is it fair to say your favorite superhero character? Uh, all time? Hands down. Yeah, really. Okay. I, and you're still able three. to like, you have three. Okay. Well, Super, Superman number one with a bullet at the top, okay. far and away. Number two would be Batman. Number three would be the Hulk. And then I could go number four and say Wolverine. After that, then I'm going to be nitpicky. And, I'm glad. And, and you're also, like, but, crossing, you know, labels, too. You're, you know, you're going from DC to Marvel. Well, yeah, man, good yeah. for you. Yeah, I'm not one of those people. You're equal that, equal opportunity yeah. superhero fan. It's funny when people pick a side like that. They're like, no, DC sucks. And Marvel, blah, blah. It's like, no. There's, there's good stuff on both sides. I feel like I've been forced to pick a side. On the, on the other hand, I would say, and maybe this is. But I like it all. Let's get some heat. But as far as I'm concerned. DC really uh, just has, you know, your three core characters, Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. Yeah. And, and most of their stuff revolves around them. You could, you know, explain Flash has got a pretty good role right. you know, in recent yeah. years. Well, then you're still kind of mostly talking about the Justice League. Okay. For the most part. Marvel, Marvel's huge. Marvel's, yeah. Know, I mean, they got a ton of different heroes and stuff. So if I were going to pick a side, and I have to say I like Marvel's, uh, stable like their just diversity sure in their heroes um so so rather than being stuck with like well i don't want to have to choose my uh last meal on the desert island i'll pick marvel because i get multiples i get so many no i'd still choose superman still <laughs> <laughs> i'd still choose no that's i'll just fair. take superman yeah that's fair. yeah i i was always a big fan of superman too and i liked the I you know the light more lighthearted stuff of the, the earlier days, but I really I really did like Man of Steel. I I did. I thought it it just brought a different angle. There was it wasn't, a, wasn't very often looked at. There was a lot of things I did like about it. Um, yeah. I liked the suit. Uh, I think Henry Cavill was awesome. Did yeah. a good job. Um, the the part where he was learning to fly, like he gets on the ship and then he gets a suit and he starts learning how to fly. I thought was great. I thought it was really cool. Um, but yeah, everything else in that was it was a little dark. It's not that I didn't like it; it was just a little dark of a tone compared to, you know, the Christopher Reeve one or the yeah. uh, the Brandon Ruth one. Yeah, so. there were even some salvageable things from the Brandon Ruth one. Like everyone really dumps on that one a lot too. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't as bad as everyone said. No, I know, I, I, but I don't, I don't think, think that so. anything it very seldom is as bad as everyone says. You <laughs> That's know, like, true. You know, people just love to tear stuff apart. So I don't listen to critics about movies. You, yeah, they'll go see it and. I think it's their job, a critic's job, to tear something apart and break it down into, you know, whatever, for whatever reason. You know, that actually to, became a lot more common, uh, in, I feel, in recent years. Like, it's, it's, it is. It's easier to tear something down mm-hmm. than building up. And then I think that it gives them a false sense of uh, authority or legitimacy. Yeah. Like, oh, if I say something is crap, people must listen to me. Right. Like, I don't agree. And then, it, and I think then it comes down to what we're talking about with Superman is it's one of those, you know, you're picking and choosing what's going to live and what's going to die. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's really what, Oh, as a of, critic, as a critic. Yeah. Right. You know, if, like you said, they have that, that power of sorts to be like, okay, no, this is great. You should go see it. Or this is terrible. Don't watch this uh, to an extent. It's in, in their hands, whether that yeah. film, you know, can succeed or fail. So, yeah, I don't want to get too far off on that critics thing, but it's, it's really it is kind of a, a sticking point for me because so many of the things that I enjoy I know aren't very well liked right and that's and that's okay by me I'm fine it's not like I'm saying I want to be for the underdog but if I listened to critics then I would not have a lot of the things that I really really enjoy you, you know, know what? I think I think what's what's really ironic too is that I think some of the times when a critic pans something it goes on to become a cult classic and I oh I, so often I, yeah and I think that almost 
that's where that that title kind of come from is that it's a cult classic is you have a, a loyal following of this this film or this piece of whatever and it's not mainstream but then it ends up becoming mainstream just because of that that small font a critics like don't go see this it's crap and when people see it they're like no it's freaking amazing this yeah. is great and then it just builds and builds and builds i mean rocky horror I don't remember the reviews of it. It came out before my time, <laughs> but I would imagine that's one of those films where a critic probably watched it and goes, what is this? The shite. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's going on here? And then now we go to sing alongs and stuff. So, yeah. So, um, Superman's your favorite. Uh, you like the little bit lighter Superman, at least, you know, a little bit brighter in tone. Uh, and who would you say was second? Hulk or, or Batman? Batman. Batman is number two. Yep. Oh, okay, so the rivals. So you can like both of them, and they can be your favorites. Oh, yeah. I get crap about that all the time. No. Except I think mine are reversed. I like Batman and then Superman. Well, and it's – I don't know if they did it on purpose, but they have so much in common. I mean, the death of their parents, that's one of them. Um, uh, and then you find out in – in uh, well, I guess you didn't find out. They really kind of tied that piece together was Batman and Superman's mom are both named Martha. Uh-huh. I never made that correlation until the movie. Isn't I mean, that funny that, that we've known it all along but didn't make the correlation, and then when they make the correlation on screen, everyone is like, that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a revelation. <laughs> and then I was like, wait, no, I knew about that. I yeah. just didn't, yeah. Why did everyone have a big problem with that? I mean, I get it, I get it, I get it. I get it. <laughs> it, it was played off a little bit weird, but. But yeah, um, with Batman, he's he's... Kind of the same thing without the superpowers. He's you know he's got all the gadgets. He's got yeah. super intelligence. Um, I mean the man is dedicated beyond dedication to his body, to his mind, to his craft, to you know everything that he is in Batman is just you know dedication. That's amazing. Yeah. So I, I like him. Just that is a very admirable trait. Yeah, exactly. But when you were a kid, what since it wasn't the powers, what was the, the draw to Batman when you were a kid? He looked awesome and he kicked ass. Really, it was the awesome yeah. look, not well, the gadgets. Uh, not really the gadgets. It was it was the look. Yeah, it was I would look. agree. Yeah, yeah. If you know, gadgets didn't impress me because of go go gadget. Oh, you know, I mean that man. If you want to talk about gadgets, there you go. Helicopter from the head, and yeah. roller skates, and he had anything for any situation at all. And I, it was just go, go. Okay. Uh, you know, Batman is basically Inspector Gadget. Inspector Gadget with yeah. a cowl. Yeah, yeah. Ra- ratchet <laughs> it up to 11. Yeah. That is pretty tasty. Uh, Dan was kind enough to bring along uh, a beverage for the the Red Room today. What was it? It's a pineapple. Pineapple rum. Pineapple rum. And it is the hot summer days, so. It is tasty. Yeah. I'm telling you, put this on some EGs. Oh, red is rain. Uh, well, the folks out there don't know EGs. That's Tucson and exclusive, isn't it? It is. That's what I understand. Yeah. So uh, EG's, for those out there not in Tucson, is this delicious kind of slushy, icy, what would you say? Well, I would describe EG's as, as first and foremost, like a deli. Okay. With the sandwiches okay, the, the, that they have. Gotcha. Um, grinders. They have delicious yeah. grinders. But the their signature is the, the EG, the drink, uh-huh. or, or like you were calling it, like a slushy. But it's, it's kind of like shaved ice yeah sorta but thicker uh-huh. you know um thicker yet finer yeah yeah exactly and then you know the flavors of the month rotate like this this time it's uh cherry limeade which was really good last month was watermelon it's making me want to go get one i know <laughs> put some rum on it yeah <laughs> that'll be later yum yum when we're watching uh, twin peaks and game of thrones tonight See, you know, people talk about Game of Thrones. The only thing I know about it is the the Red Wedding. Like, yeah. I saw that scene for the Red Wedding. I have not watched an episode of Game of Thrones at all. And but you so- did see that? I, Who well, let you do that? Well, it was all over the internet when, oh. it, when it happened. I'm like, whoa, what, what's this what's the, thing oh. that people are talking about? And so I watched it, and I was like, oh. That's pretty pretty brutal. Yeah, so it's, it's even more brutal with context. You know what? I feel mentally, I feel like people are throwing things at if they're listening to this, they're probably throwing things around the room. Like, how does he not watch game of Thrones? (laughs) Who the fuck is this guy? Hey, it took me a long time too. Did it? Oh yeah. I mean, I think I only started watching this year. Maybe I think earlier, the beginning of this year, maybe Justin made me watch it. We start, maybe it might've been last year, but, um, this is the first season that I've watched when it came out. 
did you jump into it like midway or did you no, go back from the beginning and went watch? back to the beginning and watched it and just kind of very consistently week after week we watched two or three episodes at a, at a stretch and got caught up see that i i could picture myself doing that now because i'll binge watch something you know once i, I prefer marathon <laughs> that's good <laughs> <laughs> that's that's probably a more correct app name for it that's binge good. watching it sounds like you're yes, sick. Yes, but go on. <laughs> I binge. Oh, I binge. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. I'm. I'm. I very much have enjoyed it, and for a while I was like, why do people watch this show? It's so not. I didn't. I didn't get it, but now I get it. See, I, I'll. I. I'm gonna, I guess I'm gonna have to go back and give it a chance. But I think a large reason uh, that I haven't watched it is because everybody watched it. Yeah. And it's it's one of those like, I don't. It received so much hype that. I, I'm going to go into it expecting a lot and maybe I'll get it maybe, but I don't want to, I, I guess I'm going anti, anti against the grain. Sure. You know? Everybody's like, Oh yeah, we're all on this bandwagon and everybody in the world loves it. It's the amazing thing. And I'm like, eh. yeah, I've done that eh. a couple of times too. I've learned to get better at that though. Um, mostly because like I, as much as I would say, I, you know, don't, don't tell me what to wear. Don't tell me what to listen to. Yeah, if right. I chose, not to do something because everyone was doing it would be the same as me doing something because everyone was doing yeah, it at yeah. the end. So I finally was like, well, you know, I'll check it out. I'm not going to hold it against it because everybody likes it. And, it. and it goes against what I'm usually preaching too is try everything. You know, I tell my kids this all the time. It's like, you, you don't know if you're going to like it until you actually try it. So, try those lima beans on your plate. Yeah. yeah. You, you know what I've actually gotten into eating was um, asparagus and Brussels sprouts. I'm with you on the asparagus. I can leave the Brussels sprouts. Well, to to be clear, I hate vegetables of pretty much <laughs> any sort. My, you know, yeah. if it's not meat or cheese, it can go to hell. Yeah. So um, we get these these freshly meals. You heard of this? No, is it something like Blue Apron or uh, yeah, basically that kitchen friendly thing. Yeah, but it, except you don't cook it; it's already cooked. Okay. Yeah, so they cook the meal for you and they send it to you, and um, you just pop in the microwave, you put it on your plate, and heat it up, oven, whatever. Um, but it's all a protein and vegetables. And I don't want to just eat the protein and then, you know, I'm like, all right, I'll give it a shot. And so the last ones I've, I've had, I'm eating green beans and like broccoli and uh, Look at you and changing. Look at you growing. I'm trying. How old are you? Huh. Uh, I'm going to be 42. Look at that. We can still change even at 42. I know, right? Yeah. Check it out. What superhero movie would you like to see made next? Or, or at all. And it'd have to be in like the next one to come out, but... Just a, any, I'll, I'll tell you what hero. I think that I, oh, I think they should do, and they, I, I am shocked that this kind of thing doesn't happen more often, because you have you take a book like Of Mice and Men, or you take a book like uh, whatever The Martian. People making books into movies since the dawn of movies, right? Right. It's like come, the original script. Yeah. It's, how yeah. come people don't do that with comics more? We've seen storylines make their way in, like with Civil War and. Um, but that's only in recent recent years, I uh-huh. feel, because they've just taken the characters, like even with the original Chris Reeves movies, they've taken them and they've put them into a movie, but didn't necessarily follow a, a storyline, like mm-hmm. an arc. Okay, so I'm getting to my point. Like, I want Kingdom Come, the movie. Like, why not? What? what I'm, I'm, I'm lost. What's the, uh, the Justice League, the DC book, uh, Kingdom Come? I didn't read it. Like, oh my God, dude. Required reading? Yeah, absolutely. That, or like they made the Killing Joke animated movie. That's cool. That was cool. Um, They made Dark Knight Returns into a movie, Mm -hmm. um, which they did a fantastic job with, I Mm -hmm. thought also. Yeah. But Kingdom Come, yeah, you need to, in fact, we're just going to turn this off right now and I'm going to go give you my copy to read because it's really, really good. I'll do it. That one, um, Flashpoint, I've heard that they are going to be bringing some of those elements into the Flash movie and things. So what would I like to see made? I'd love to see Kingdom Come made. But if we're talking about like superhero movies that I haven't seen or a hero I'd like to see translated, I don't know. I would love another Crow movie and I know they've been working on it, but I don't want them to redo the, the Eric Draven story. Like leave that alone. Do another Crow. Uh, with like a female lead. Yeah. Those I were, those were really good I think a female books. lead would be really good. Yes. Yeah. Especially this day and age. Um, it, it, it's ripe for the picking. Like they need to do that. They need to do that story. You know, one, one movie that I was looking forward to <laughs> when you see it, you're just like, uh, okay. Um, the first spawn, 
well, the only Spawn movie up till up till now. Uh, I guess McFarlane is working on. He's a, doing another one. Another Spawn. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited to see that. I think, but that first one was a character I'd I'd read a lot of the comics and stuff, and so when they said, you know, he's coming to the big screen, I was like, oh my goodness, this is gonna be amazing. And then you see it, and you're like, well, what? Yeah, I never like, even saw that one. I didn't even see the first Bond movie or only one. It, it's worth a watch. Yeah. I mean, did you read any of the comics? No, not really. Do you, you know about the character? Not much. The character in and of itself was really compelling. That was that was one of the things that kept me reading the books is that he was willing, the, the character itself was willing to make a deal with the devil to come back um, from the dead for his wife. Okay. Right? And so, so it was all about love. I like, should really be into that character. That's that's my wheelhouse. But he was he was finite too. His mm-hmm. he started with a number. I think it was like nine 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 nine, um, and it was sort of like his like his gas tank. Uh-huh. So as he would use his powers, the number would slowly drain, and then I guess if he got to to zero, he he'd be dead again or die a second time. Huh. I guess that was the thing. Uh, but that was one of those things that made that character really compelling for either a story or a movie. The movie I think didn't do it. Well, it definitely didn't do it justice. Um, from the page anyway. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see what he, what he does with the next one. But if I were to pick a hero that I would like more movies of, mm-hmm. um, I think Wolverine's been overdone. Superman's had his time. Batman. Hulk is still <laughs> like there's, there's been a couple movies and there's pieces of them that are yeah. good. I really like the Ang Lee Hulk where it, he took, he literally took the comic book and made it, in your movie. So in certain scenes of the movie, you have like comic book pages where yeah, a lot like of things, panels are, going and things on. are happening. Yeah. 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 I thought that was really cool. I think someone could do that again. Someone should try it again. It was, his was, I think too long uh-huh. and he dwelled too much on the, the sad component. And he tried sad to make Hulk <laughs> kind of, he, he, he made it more of not an, I guess it was an origin story, but it was more like, um, the, not the human. I, I can't describe it. Um, it just veered away from, I think what a superhero movie should be more about. There were certainly those aspects. And when they came, they were great. I thought they were great, but the interim, like with his family and what was happening with his dad and the, you know, the abuse at home. And I was like, you could kind of leave that out of, yeah. you know, of this, let's focus on the excitement. I think they probably run into problems. It, it, that's a delicate thing. Cause with the Hulk and Superman, Mm-hmm. You have this super powered character, like super super powered character, and and how do you how do you put that on screen and right. give it enough attention or do it justice, do it, yeah. do it well, uh, when no one can stand up to them? Like what? Who fights them? You know, that's no, true. We've still found people to fight them, but it's got to be hard. I'd like to see more crossover movies. Um, did you watch the animated uh, Hulk versus? No, it was uh, it was two segments. One of them was Hulk versus Wolverine. And the other one was Hulk versus Thor. <laughs> you see it? It's it's an animated one. Yeah. I think it was on Netflix for a while. Um, but that was that was epic. And to see if they would do like an actual movie like that, oh my gosh, the Hulk versus Wolverine was just epic. And Deadpool was in it. Uh-huh. Uh, Deadpool was in it, and a lot of the other people from that project were in it. Um, Omega Red, Sabretooth. What did you like about it? What was what was really compelling about it? Uh, the animation, for one, it, it felt very raw because you have uh-huh. these two you know really powerful characters, characters in Hulk and Wolverine, and they're just going at it, just like tearing each other apart, you know, teeth and fangs and blood and rah, lots of yelling. And, really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. It was good. The Hulk the Hulk versus Thor was a little bit slower. Um, that was more, I wouldn't say quite planet Hulk, but it was, it, it was a lot slower of a tone. Wolverine yeah. versus Hulk was just go. <laughs> like it, it's literally it starts off uh wolverine is hunting bruce banner and he comes across him and of course bruce is just like you know leave me alone da, da, da. yeah and hulk's like or wolverine's like hey, there's something wrong with you he can smell you know the underlying and he attacks him and then boom it's on and like for the rest of the movie it's just them fighting at one point they come together again against the the other crew with Sabretooth and everybody else mm-hmm. but at the end of it again they're just back at it fighting <laughs> it's cool it's good so are you excited about Ragnarok? Mm. I am excited for Ragnarok. Yeah. I'm excited for every single Marvel movie that's coming out. <laughs> um, I heard that what James Gunn's working on Guardians 3. Oh, of course. Yeah. I really like Guardians 2. Yeah. That was cool. Um, I'm excited for Ragnarok. I'm super stoked for um, the one where Thanos gets to fight and you see that. We'll finally get the, that yeah. payoff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Ragnarok I'm excited about because of uh, Taika, the director. Like I, I loved 
like Concords and stuff that because I think he he had some to do with those guys and their work and then the uh, uh, movie uh, from what we do in the shadows. Did you see that? I didn't see that. One. It's a uh, kind of a mockumentary of vampires. And it's all done from like their perspective. Like it's a reality show kind of thing. <laughs> and it's so tongue in cheek and it's really funny and clever and really plays with tropes. And they run into some uh, werewolves, you know, on the street. It's kind of like a uh, showdown East meets West kind of like fight feel like, but they don't actually like throw down, but it's just really, really what I just have to find yeah, this speaking, for my own sake. Speaking of directors and yeah. summer movies, uh, did you see um, it's that new movie by Luke Besson? Yes. Uh, well, uh, it's Valerian. Valerian. That's right. Yeah. How was that? That's another one I really wanted to go see again because it was directed by Luc Besson. Yeah. And the fifth element is my jam. <laughs> so I really want to see it. And the previews look great. So what was, what was your, your take on it? I think we've got, we, as a, as a culture and as a people, as a people like, you know, uh, fans, and I don't even call them fans. People are just looking for a reason to not like something. Mm-hmm. Look for the look for the good. Look for where you can get it. I mean, it didn't really cost you anything. Maybe seven bucks or ten bucks to go see the movie, or if you rented it, five bucks, whatever. Come on, yeah, we're all I, being a little too harsh. That's kind of how I felt about the Transformers. We were talking about that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> the newest Transformers, I think, from my perspective, was just utter garbage. Um, but my son dug it, and it only cost me, you know, five bucks each to go yeah. see it, and. And it was one of those times I, I love taking my kid to see movies because it makes me feel like I'm a kid again as yeah. like Superman and Star Wars and seeing those in the theater. I actually went to um, uh, when Star Wars, the the original trilogy was re-released in theaters. My parents were still here and I got to go. They, they took me and it, it must have taken a lot for them, too. Yeah, but it was a it was a, a, a um, limited screenings. And it was at midnight and it was at the uh, the Grant Road theaters, the Century Theaters. Uh-huh. And I was just like, I was so happy. I was blown away to be sitting there next to my parents watching Star Wars. So I think that's cool too is when I take my kid to a movie, you know, that he's, he'll come away with it. And he's like, and he, he loved Star, he loved Transformers. He's like, oh, I thought it was great. And I, meanwhile, I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, you don't know what a good movie is. And Uh, and then, you know, now that we're talking, I put myself back in kid mode where I, I saw Superman and I'm wondering, I would love to ask my dad if he felt the same way. It was like, Hey, when you, when you took me to see Superman, I walked out and I'm like, and everything, you know, I would, I would wonder if he was like, yeah, that was, that was shite. Yeah. <laughs> it was garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know that that's how my dad felt about some of the stuff that I was into that mm-hmm. I really liked. I mean, we did end up sharing a lot of things in common, like some tastes, but uh, what else was out this summer? I um, dude, I see a ton of stuff because because my kid my kid took me to well, <laughs> I took him to go see the Emoji Movie. Damn, I, I'll admit it. <laughs> I admit it. That's cool. No, but that's great because you know when you have kids, as I don't, then you do get to see a lot of stuff like that that you may not otherwise. And maybe they always put this kind of stuff in there, but it seems as of late there have been more things in kid movies for adults than there used oh, yeah. to be. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if I go back and watch the Transformers movie, there's no, like, innuendo or inside jokes, really, for adults, even. It's just a kid's movie. Right. But now, they're more intelligently written mm-hmm. so that everybody can get something out of it. So, did you find that with the Emoji movie? Oh, yeah. Well, I'll be honest. I slept through part of it. <laughs> you know. um, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, uh, Boss Baby. Boss Baby had it. Um was another the secret life of pets yeah there's plenty of them in that one too oh, i wanted to see that one that one looked good, that was I, good. I, I miss so many is that what it, it was because uh taking kids to the movies and things you think that's and i'm just gonna pick on you for this on for a while but is that why you didn't go see one of them yet because the kids are gonna yeah enjoy no that. yeah that that's actually legit kind of true is most of the time <laughs> what are you doing right now let's just go to see it right now let's I'm, just turn this off and go <laughs> i'm down i am totally down yeah um my, most of the things I, I see now, I run by my son first. Yeah. I'm like, you're going to see this? Are we going to see this together? Because he's my yeah. movie buddy. There and, you go. And so, yeah, the, the Wonder Woman didn't strike a chord with him. Sure. Very much. And he's very wishy-washy. He's like, oh, I want to see this. And then somewhere along the line, he's just like, no. Like, I think it was uh, what was bef- it was before the Emoji movie. He was all about that. There was another one. He's like, I want to go see it. I want to go see it. Then it comes out. I was like, hey, you want to go see it? And he's like, no. <laughs> Where's that other kid that was here, like you know, for the last two months, begging me to go see this movie? So yeah, I've seen some stuff that I was like, I don't know. 
What an interesting perspective you have that I don't that I don't get to to be a part of or see. You know, is is raising your boy and and seeing these things that that catches attention and and as this human being is basically being formed before your eyes. Oh yeah, like what that has just got to be pretty cool. Oh, it, um, it and it's multiplied too because the the little one follows the big one. Uh-huh. I mean, anything anything that he does. Um, a couple examples. Uh, some of my, my son's favorite toys, the big one is cars. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Hot Wheels is a huge one. He'll, he wants a Hot Wheel everywhere he goes. Uh, another one he loves is the, the Fast and Furious franchise. So he has a lot of the Fast and Furious cars. So when he's playing with his cars, the little one comes up and he wants to play with the cars. And so he's, he's, the little one learns cars is vroom, vroom. So that's what he calls. He goes vroom. And that's when you know he wants to play with the car. Yeah. So yeah, it's kind of twofold is the one gets excited about the movie that we're seeing or, or this, this thing. And then the other one gets excited because the first one's excited and you get to see it play out yeah. twice, really. So yeah, it's, it's been kind of fun. The, the boss baby was another one of those things is we went to the theater as a family, all four of us and saw boss baby. And then when it came out, I bought it and Oh my God, dude, I've already watched boss baby like six times <laughs> in like three weeks. Yeah. Oh yeah. At, at one point it was, um, Every day for about three days. Wow. Yeah. So, so there, you'd recommend a, it? <laughs> I do recommend it. <laughs> I recommend I, it better than the Emoji movie. Well, I'll go check that out. Uh, let's see. We also had the one that I want to go see, and I think it's still playing. I hope that it is. They're playing in it at the loft is Dunkirk. I do want to go check that out. Um, haven't seen it yet. Uh, Same. Wasn't interested in seeing The Mummy. No. And yeah. Then, I passed. I passed on that one. Yeah. And uh, War for the Planet of the Apes. Did you I, go check that out? I watched the other two Planet of the Apes, uh-huh. and I haven't seen that one. Again, it was one of those, like, kind of take it or leave it. And yeah. It, I'll, I'll watch it. I'm going to watch it when it comes out on, on, on disc or on cable or something for rent. But I, I didn't go out of my way for it. Dunkirk, yeah. same kind of thing. I was hearing that uh, a lot of the – well, a couple uh, people that, who survived Dunkirk went mm-hmm. back and watched it, like the vets, and just broke down. And, oh, yeah. You know, kind of like what happened on Saving Private Ryan. Was, was like that, you know, people who were there and they watched it was just... It's got to be really tough. Uh, yeah, I can only imagine. When, like, for example, oh, that's a dark, dark, dark path to get down. But, uh, like, I uh, I remember when Platoon came out, because mm-hmm. um, my, my father served in, in Vietnam. He was in the shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I was still too young to really understand what that m- must be like for him to watch those types of yeah. things or when he had seen those kinds of things. And it was later in life that, he, you know, we'd have discussions as I got older, you know, um, how those things impacted him like, mm-hmm. and it impacted him strongly and very viscerally. But, yeah, when you're young, you just don't you don't catch that. You know, you don't, yeah. you don't see it. Yeah. Well, yeah, seeing it from like from that perspective, like mm-hmm. you're talking about is and, and I think that for the most part, regardless of generation, you don't really talk about it either. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if I watched and my, my family knows what the impact of Superman had on me. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't say or think of anything traumatic, but even if I had watched something traumatic, I wouldn't discuss it with my kids or, right. you know, I'd let them, you know, just keep, keep up the, the appearance. And yeah, but as you get older, you know, like you're talking about from, from a man's perspective, you talk to them and you're like, Hey, you know, how did this affect you? What man to man kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you're more able easily to articulate it and, and comprehend it. Yeah. Cause even from a kid's standpoint, if they were to go down that road and talk to you, I'm going to fully understand it until much, much later. And you've had experiences that can, you know, you can relate to. Yeah. Later on, the conversation continued about getting more of our favorites on screen and what we'd like to see. I just want more. <laughs> you yeah. know, I don't even care for this. Right. I want them to be executed well, but I'll just take it. Just please, just just keep doing it more. and get it right. Give me more. Like if you mess it up, keep going. Try some more. Maybe stop spending three hundred million dollars so that you can make mistakes. You know, like so that mm-hmm. you can kind of feel your way out. I mean, Smallville. There were there were issues with Smallville, but overall, like that's a pretty solid Superman story. Yeah. You know, from beginning to end, and they didn't spend three hundred million dollars every episode. You know, right. Just just do a little. Just do a little bit at a time. You know, take a more indie approach to it, maybe. Speaking of, what are your thoughts on uh, DC Universe? Because because DC really right now has the TV aspect. They're oh, di- I know they got it di- nailed down. They do, got well, it yeah, they're doing what Marvel's doing with movies, but DC's yeah. doing it on TV. Yeah, you got Supergirl, you got um, Flash, Green Arrow, Arrow, Flash, and they they all crossed over recently, right? DC was, Legends. Yep. Yeah. Legends of Tomorrow. I don't know. Me personally, I dig it, but I don't. I, I guess I prefer my, my superheroes in a more, um, 
shorter bursts, uh-huh. shorter, you know. Okay, sure. Yeah, smaller servings, mm-hmm. I guess. And you could argue that TV is, is smaller servings than a movie is, but I'd rather spend an hour and a half and watch the movie than four or five hours trying to watch all the episodes. And I, I think what, what happens too is a lot of the episodes just delve off into, you know, these one-off arcs for that character, yeah. for that that thing, as opposed to being something that continues throughout the entire season that makes me feel compelled mm. to watch it and, and to to follow the storyline. I'm know? on the opposite end of that. I, 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 I really love how good television has become over like the last decade. It's mm-hmm. just really gotten much better. And I, I really love the DC, the, what is it? The, the DCW? It's the C-dub, the C-dub. <laughs> I love my, my C-dub shows now. I am a junkie for it. Uh, I would say that, uh, yeah, Flash introduced me to it. Yeah, I, and, Flash was good. Yeah. I like Flash. And then I started watching the others. And I put off, I only, I had finished all of Flash, all of DC Legends, all of Supergirl before I even watched any Arrow. I, I have not watched Arrow at all yet. I finally got around to watching Arrow, and I really enjoyed that too. Like at first, I couldn't get through the first like three or four episodes. I started the show a couple times, and I just couldn't get into it. I didn't like the character. I didn't. I just like yeah, just something's not clicking for me here. Finally, kind of pushed my way through it, and then yeah, now I really love it, and I love the crossover stuff. All right. And 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 then if they're going to do the the Justice League, that I mean, the little kid in me has to wonder if they're going to do Legion of Doom. Oh yeah, I think so. Right? Yeah, there should be a Legion of Doom. Yeah, see, this is why. Also, why I really want you to watch those the DCW shows because that that crossover. Did you at least watch those crossover movies of Heroes vs Aliens, the invasion arc story arc where it crossed over like it went from all four shows was like one kind of like mini series movie, and they no. did the invasion storyline, and they all meet up. Like I actually jumped up off the couch. Natalie was laughing because she's too young to remember the show, but they all meet up at this hangar that's owned by Star Labs. But this, but what it is, it's the it's the Hall of Justice. It's the Super Friends Hall of Justice from the cartoon. <laughs> when I saw it, I was like, "Oh my god!" What? <laughs> I actually like just felt this joy and childlike exuberance. Just uh, oh, I'm doing I'm doing it today. Oh, then. you got to watch I'm it. it as soon as you see that stuff, it's really great. That's awesome. So yeah, they, they, some Legion of Doom. That's gonna happen. Um, and again, once you once you get down with some Kingdom Come, you'll be like, "Why didn't they make this story?" I want to see more crossover yeah. from the TV series into. The movies. Yeah. Why did Marvel like fall asleep at the wheel and not give us a Black Widow movie? And that could have been a cheap movie, and would have made them tons of money. I, for me, I don't know if I would have seen the Black Widow movie. Really? Yeah. Well, you know, the like theater. a spy thriller. Like it would basically be Atomic Blonde, but with ScarJo. Why, why wouldn't you see that? Yeah. Like I, I would just watch her fight all day. You know, if it looks like Atomic Blonde looks, I'd I'd, I'd probably go see. Like an uh, hour and a half movie of her just kicking ass. Yeah, that's, Take a good, my money. that's a good point. Here I it mean, is. Of all the well, the of of all the members so far of the Avengers, the only two that haven't gotten their whole movie was Hawkeye mm-hmm. and Black Widow, mm-hmm. right? Not counting Hulk because Sony owns the two before or whatever. But well, I mean, no, but you can still the Incredible Hulk was before even Iron Man, I think. Yes, wasn't it? Uh-huh. And you had that that already tied into mm-hmm. that that universe right there because you had the general at the end come up to tony stark right yeah even he was, he was like i'm putting together da 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 yeah so but yeah i think those are the only two that didn't get their own movies and and i actually grew to like hawkeye a lot more i start especially after uh ultron and you got to see him at home and mm-hmm. i like his whole thing was that an ultron when that happened yeah 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 i like that um him basically and then him coming out of retirement in civil war i i really started to really like that character but like a a, a hawkeye scarlet scarlet uh, what not scarlet witch um black widow movie mm-hmm. spy thriller could have been awesome and now i don't think we'll ever get it i think i think they could have done a movie with quicksilver and um oh scarlet witch yeah yeah, because you know them being brother and sister. Yeah, I know that the a big part of it was the rights owned by somebody else, and they uh-huh. couldn't because their children are Magneto can't, can't use mutant, right? Yeah, their children are Magneto, and they weren't going to tie in the X Men with the Avengers yeah. and, and all that stuff. Which I mean, I, I guess from a studio aspect, I can get it property or whatever. Yeah, but 
from a fan standpoint, like, let it go, dude. Yeah. Let it go. Get those X-Men in there. Get all the Avengers going. Play nice like they're playing nice with Spider-Man, like yeah. sharing there. Yeah. But exactly. no, they don't want to share the mutants. No. Who owns that? Fox. Is it Fox? No, Fox owns the mutants. I think yeah. you're right. That's what I liked about Deadpool, too, is he made yeah. that those comments about it. <laughs> you know, like, the professor wants to see it. Which one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> McAvoy or Stewart? Oh, you could only afford two? Yeah. Like X-Men or something comes to the door. Like, it's almost like you can't afford another X-Men. <laughs> no, that was good. That and was then good. the character and the way that the comics are presented really lends itself to that. So they did a great job there. Like yeah. it makes me sad that you're never going to see Wolverine and Deadpool in the same, occupy the same space. Yeah, you probably. And never say never. We never thought we'd see a lot of these things. Well, that's true. Never say never. But hopefully we live to see some of that stuff. Hopefully. We cannot go without saying was... Um, the next, the next Star Wars film. <laughs> so we're going to touch on that too. I we mean, can. How how can you not? We're kind of talking superheroes here. It's coming out. And now the end you're of the talking year. religion. You know, come on. Like, <laughs> I was born to Star Wars. Oh, like, dude. Uh, so, I, yeah, me too. Uh, all right. So, are you excited? Are you hesitant? I mean. Here's the thing is, as right now, I am trying not to even think about it at all because I feel like I've been given so many red herrings and misleading things and theories. And then you have that that uh, Joker. And I mean that in a nice, oh, kind of, and also kind of uh, <laughs> uh, pun intended, <laughs> that Joker, Mark Hamill, who intentionally and has admittedly lied to the press and mm-hmm. lies to the interviewers. He's like, yeah, I mess with you guys all the time. Mm-hmm. So now I don't know what to believe. I want to go in fresh and surprised. But here are my biggest concerns. That that trailer where at the end somebody it sounds kind of like a a, a voice blend uh, says it's time for the Jedi to end. Like I have spent forty years believing in the Jedi. Uh huh. If they take that away from me now, what is my life going to be? <laughs> like I mean, it's going to like crumble my belief system if suddenly we find out that all along the Jedi is. We're bad. And any any institution that's millennial, millennium old, like thousands of years, the Jedi have been right. guardians of truth and justice in the galaxy. And obviously, over time, there's going to be distortions in the truth and, and, and in their philosophy, and there's going to be changes. Um, it's like a, it's a thousand year game of telephone. So it's it, a good there, way to look at There's it. going to be corruption, and those things are going to fall apart. Cool. I get that. I accept that. Well, look but, at how many Jedi went to the dark side, too. I mean, well, yeah. yeah, or or you know, is the dark side really the dark side? You know, was the was the empire really in the wrong? <laughs> you know, I was in people like, oh, the empire was framed. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so I I'm really excited, but I'm afraid too because they everyone says it's going to be really, it's not what we expect, and there's some big twists coming. Right, and something is going to happen. Some serious stuff's going down. I yeah, I I'm kind of the same. Is I'm really looking forward to it. I'm hoping that they answer a lot of the questions about Ray's. Sure. background i mean that that's driving people nuts yeah. people are assuming what there was talk that she was obi-wan's yeah. daughter maybe somehow related to the skywalkers yeah um the she, latest thing that i read was that she might be the reincarnation of anakin i've heard of that one too which doesn't make any sense you know it's a, that would be a curveball that'd be out of left field and whatever but yeah I yeah i don't like that one she needs to be a skywalker that's all. all that's kind of what I'm hoping for. Because but. these movies are about, it, and they've said it, the saga movies are this uh, familial line story, the Skywalkers. But but then what's it going to be? Like Luke knocked up some girl on some planet? Well, like. Mara Jade, like from the, uh, the, the extended universe before they killed it all, Luke uh, had a, a lady friend. So why not? Well, yeah, I... I guess, but to just kind of, I mean, wouldn't that seem out of place to just throw that in the movie to, you know, well, in the last 20, how many, how, how many, how many years span from Jedi till, and I guess you, you could argue that Luke had relations with a girl and he didn't realize, you know, that she'd given birth and he went through all his stuff and he was removed from her and he was removed from all those events. And so you had this other girl that grows up, but I don't know. I don't know. That would seem just kind of almost, almost one of those movies. Like, like what, what, like what did he had it? Why, why? I don't I mean, know. A Jedi got to get his business on too. You know, like, <laughs> if he, if he, why couldn't he have a daughter? Why not? <laughs> I, I, yeah, I guess. I'm saying though, from from a movie aspect of okay. it, okay, it would just seem like kind of shoehorned in there. 
but there's that big time gap between Jedi and Force Awakens where he's building the new Jedi Order. He's training these little Jedis. You know, what's he doing in his off time? You know, what's what's Luke Skywalker doing after he goes home at night, you know, you know, kicks off his robes, you know, <laughs> puts a, hangs the lightsaber on the door, whatever. <laughs> and like what he's got a right? He's still a man, Dan. That yeah. That that's a, that's a, that's valid. Point. There's just a lot of time there that that something could have happened where he he could have fathered a child, and and maybe in the same vein, like if if she were young enough, and he was already seeing Kylo go down the wrong side, maybe he just preemptively hid her. He's like, okay, this is not going well. Uh, we're gonna hide her, and because Kylo is problematic, little Ben Solo, you know, maybe. That, all right, all right. If not her, if See, not, I was, I was thinking they were going to go more. And now, like you said, they, they, they took a lot of the stuff that off Canon. Right. Yeah. But there was that trilogy of books where it was, um, Leia and Han had two kids. Yes. One boy, one girl. Uh-huh. And Luke trained them both. Right. Yes. I hope that that's where they're going because at the end, well, towards the end, you see Ray get off the millennium Falcon and she walks right past Chewie and she goes straight to Leia. Yeah. And it looks like they know each other. But they don't. And and even JJ said that he regrets right. that scene. Yeah. You know, that he messed that up a little bit. Um, yeah, I read those books. And I'd be fine if they were twins, but it, it doesn't... You, you want to talk about like shoehorning something in? Like somehow... Well, yeah, but a, I, I think it would be a nod to the people who did read the books. And it maybe would be, they, Maybe they fine. said, hey, this this now you can consider canon. Because like we were talking about before, a book tends to be a... A script, the original script, yeah. or something. I I would have loved to have seen them go down that route. They, have, they, I think they did take some things from it. They definitely did. You know, there was some uh, flavors from those books that they kept, um, but I just don't see Leia and I don't see them having another kid and no one talking about it or saying right. anything or hiding her. I don't know. And not acknowledging that that was their kid. Yeah. It just right. seems weird. Although like be. Natalie has pointed out a couple different times, like when they do land at um, Maz Kanata's planet where they're hanging out there, that Han is warming up to her almost like he kind of knows, like he thinks he knows who she might be. I think, I don't think he knows right off the bat. Maybe he does. Oh, there's so many things. Well, he that, right? warmed up like to her really quickly. Time. He did run into her really quickly, yeah. and the Millennium Falcon was there. And I'm I'm thinking that he didn't actually lose it; it wasn't stolen. And that guy, who whoever that the the big dude, uh-huh. um, he's like, "That's my ship." It's maybe part of the deal. It was maybe that was worked into the deal to watch over her because he clearly right. was the one that he's she's handed off to him um, when she's a child. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So maybe part of the deal was, hey, we're you know watch her and. You can hang on to the Falcon for a while. There you go. You know, maybe. That 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 wouldn't feel too shoehorned if they explained it. Yeah. In that fashion, that'd be. But maybe more. But but first cousins, she and Kylo. Um, I'd be fine with that too, rather than twins. You there know? you go. That that could be. I mean, you'd still have to talk about who else had family. If it was Leia's family or Han's family. Yeah. That that that's whose cousin she is. But that she's too. Luke's Luke's daughter. That'd make them first cousins. Well, whatever, whatever she is, I'm, I'm excited to see more about her lineage, why she's so force sensitive, how she's able to do what she does without any proper training, training yeah. at all. Um, I'm excited to see what they're going to do with Leia as uh-huh. the character yeah. that they, they, you know, they talked about, they're going to give her a good send off. Um, and there's speculation about that. Was she ever trained in the Jedi arts at that Leia? point? I mean, there, some of the things that, that I was reading online was that she, might be if she passed that she could live on in the fourth force, just like um, Anakin did just like Obi-Wan yeah. and, and Yoda, how they all came back at, you know, end of Jedi and they're all living in the force. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, there was another one that she was just like, she goes and she does something. I'm on a mission. I'm on a, I'm out. See I'm, ya. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go do my own thing. Either way. I'm just excited to find out what happens. In, yeah. in the next one and the next one and the next one and the next one and the next one yeah. yeah no I'm I'm a big fan and I I almost don't care like I said I almost don't care except I just don't want the the rug pulled out from underneath me on the whole belief system of the last seven movies yeah but what if he you shuts know? it down for the greater good because there was talk of that too is if 
the the Jedi are the light side uh-huh. and the Sith are the dark side. And it's just conflict after conflict after conflict. And he's like, you know what? I'm the last Jedi. I'm going to pull the plug on this. I'm going to disband this so that, you know. But then who's there to fight the, the bad guys then? You know, just the regular space police? Well, or maybe, stop the Sith? maybe without the light, there can be no dark. No, I, absence weird... of light is dark. Well, then dark side wins. I see where your loyalties lie. <laughs> I see what you're doing here. This is my point the yeah. entire time. <laughs> yeah, just... you're leading us down this yep. path. Yep. Like, no, really, turn from the light side. There you go. <laughs> okay. Um, no, I don't know. I'm just, I am thrilled to, to that it's coming back. And I can't, I can't wait till they get done with the Star Wars lands and Disneyland, that, that stuff. Oh, yeah. I will be there in spades. You oh, bet. For sure. Bells on. In the Marvel land? In my, Marvel in my Jedi robes. Uh, I'm a DC kid. I'm not going to go to Marvel land. <gasps> I'm just. <laughs> <gasps> Uh okay cool man well can we wrap this this bad boy up let's do it all right cool uh Dan thanks again for sitting down and, and chatting Thank movies you, and Star Wars and comics with me I think it was a lot of fun sir hell yeah yeah um anything you'd like to to shut it down with any last comments is this the part where I can so, like like plug all the things yeah I've going plug on? all the things that you want to plug right now uh I'm gonna I'm gonna plug my uh my backyard yeah working real hard on that. Uh, that's coming along. Hopefully that'll Send be Send me a picture. We'll post it with with the podcast. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I'll start a GoFundMe page <laughs> for that. You know, make make sure I can have all the funds and okay. support I need. Uh, I'll plug my website, www.something.com. <laughs> you know, uh, my, my, my Twitter, uh, I'm at uh, son of a B. I don't even know what my Twitter is. Um, oh, no. Dad, Dad Vader. I'm a Dad Vader 44 on Twitter. Are you serious? Wow, yeah. nice score. Yeah, good yeah. job. I tried to get the license plate, and somebody already had it. It was oh. very sad. Dad Vader. <laughs> uh, anyway, thank you so much for joining us in the Red Room. Uh, check us out. Please leave a comment, leave a review, something of that nature, so we know that you're out there for those of you three or four that are. Uh, like, like, subscribe, and give these guys a five-star on Twitter. <laughs> thank you, oh, sir. Oh, no, not Twitter. iTunes. On the iTunes. On the iTunes. <laughs> uh, iTunes rumination from the Red Room. Uh, website is fromtheredroom.com and you can catch us at Twitter at fromtheredroom. Thanks a lot. You guys have a great day. Bye.